You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPL965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at Matthew-James.com. Abortion isn't on the ballot, but it kind of is. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, and a special election today in Ohio on a ballot question. The referendum is about making it difficult to change Ohio's constitution, but in the end, it's really about abortion and second to that, guns. Currently, Ohio requires a simple majority to change the state's constitution. If state issue one, as it's called, passes, the threshold for an amendment raises to 60%. Now, the timing here is significant. State issue one would go into effect ahead of a November ballot issue, which would enshrine abortion rights into the Constitution. So conservatives are pushing for state issue one, making it more difficult to lock in the abortion rights. That's Fox's Mike Tobin. Former Vice President Pence has become the eighth Republican to qualify for the first presidential debate two weeks from tomorrow. And Fox's Bill Hemmer reports. Pence's spokesperson came out and said this. Mike Pence made quick and easy work of the donor threshold, uh, and he's looking forward to a substantive debate about the issues important to the American people. Hopefully, former President Trump has the courage to show up. Now, the former president and frontrunner in the races suggested he might skip the debate. The day after storms hit from the south to the northeast, Maryland Governor Wes Moore just said, This is going to take some time to fix. The damage from last night is significant. A man in Alabama was killed by lightning, a boy killed by a falling tree in South Carolina. Hundreds of thousands of power outages persist. President Biden has lost in court again and in student loans following the Supreme Court ruling that prevented the president from canceling up to $20,000 in debt for millions of Americans, saying he overreached his authority. A federal appeals court is freezing a program designed to forgive student loan debt for borrowers who were misled by institutions or victims of fraud, while judges consider a challenge from for-profit schools. The program was initially put in place during the Obama administration. It was weakened during the Trump administration. That's Fox's chair. At Halpern, President Biden's in Arizona today to announce a new monument. America's listening to Fox News. Reggie was a nurse for 16 years. I had become very burnt out. I wasn't making good money. Then it happened. There was an ad for My Computer Career, and it just spoke to me. My Computer Career was the best decision he ever made. I could study anywhere from my laptop, and I was working in the first couple weeks of me being in class. Reggie hit a home run. The field is teeming with jobs. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. The school is amazing. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. This is one student's experience. Individual results vary. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored Eat Lafayette 2023 shines a year-round spotlight on Lafayette's locally owned and operated restaurants. And now through September 10th, you can find Eat Lafayette deals offered by some of the participating restaurants. News Talk 96.5 KPL is proud to be a sponsor of Eat Lafayette and the Digital Passport. Download the Eat Lafayette Digital Passport today so you can check in when you eat at a participating restaurant. Each check-in will enter you to win airfare and a trip for two to Savannah, Georgia, courtesy of Wings Travel. Just go to kpal965.com and click on the Eat Lafayette link at the top of the page. Eat Lafayette from Lafayette Travel and sponsored in part by News Talk 96.5 KPL. Mm. Angie makes it easier than ever to connect with skilled pros to get your home projects done well from repair to remodel. 
Get started on the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions. Two locations, Bertrand and Kali Saloon. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll. It is terrific Tuesday. Great to have you with us. As always, folks, smiling, having a good time, enjoying life. God has made life really, really good. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline, matthewjames.com, matthewjames.com. Folks, you cannot make up the story I'm getting ready to share with you. I've been laughing all morning at this. So as you know... The legendary second, uh, the legendary uh, speaker of the house, crazy Clay Shakespeare, is out there running for secretary of state. So he decided to get his truck wrapped. And and I'm about to tell you, the people that made Clay look good ought to be. I mean, they real. And I'm gonna recommend you people use these people. I'm hey, look, recommend. you promote Louisiana businesses every I do. day. I do, and this is not a paid advertisement. Uh huh. Okay. Giving this one for free. Oh, for free of charge. I'm just, uh-huh. I'm a nice guy like that. I do that from time to time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the the speaker who got there fraudulently by going across and giving power to Democrats with 23, two other Republicans, he got his truck wrapped. It cost $1,200 to get it wrapped. As you know, Clay is really to the left. Matter of fact, they made him look good. They put words like honesty, integrity, and trust on the on the truck. I'm not making this up. I, I, all, none of those words fit with him. I'm telling you, these people will make you look good, and I want to give him some pub. He got his truck wrapped. According to Jeremy Alford at L.A. Politics, and Greg Hilman is reporting, he got his truck wrapped at this a company, and the name of it is Ronald Raps. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm telling that you. That is good. Uh, oh, spot on Ronald accurate. Me. And look, they do a good job. If they can make Clay Shakespeare look good, I highly recommend Ronald. Hey, Rapp. look, I saw the job they did on it. A hey, beautiful rapping job. They did. And Fantastic. They look, and, and they and look, if you want to lie, mm-hmm. they did a good job of uh, look in honesty, integrity, and trust. They must have been maybe the bottom one is about the company. Well, hey, there you go. <laughs> I mean, but look, you know, they just they just putting the slogan on because yeah. hey, that's what they're asked to do. Oh no, 
They're doing a beautiful job, but they You can't make this stuff up. Rhino wraps. So yeah. so if you out there, the guy that's running against Blake, you need to go run and get your truck with Rhino wraps. There you go. You're really bogus, 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 bogus. John Stefanski's running for standard. Hey, John, Rhino wraps is waiting for you. Mm-hmm. But Rhino wraps, I, I look, I'm not. Really, they do. This is a good-looking job. Yeah. And I don't know Rhino Raps, but I like them already. They do a great, great job. Rhino Raps, Rhino Raps, Clay Shakes. I think truck. we can make a list of elected <laughs> officials who should get their raps done by Rhino Raps. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I'll be honest with you, Brian. Let's go mm. a little farther. Everybody ought to go to Rhino Raps, mm. but but the ones that get that are Rhinos, that are real Rhino, like Blank Page Cortez, ought to go get one. Mm. I'm not making this up, folks. Rhino raps, rap clay shakes not a try and did a great job. I gotta tell you, mm-hmm. so I'm bragging about the company. Yeah. Company, I don't know them, don't know them from Adam and Eve, but they're great small business, and they they ought to have in this state. They ought to be loaded up. I wonder if Jay Dar never went to Rhino raps. <laughs> Scott Angel never went to Rhino raps. How about Psycho Bill Cassidy? How about Craig Green, the Public Service Commissioner, who gave five thousand dollars to Edwards? And Craig Green votes for the most wokest person in Louisiana, Devontae Lewis, on the Public Service Commission. I mean, he should have Rhino Rap on all his vehicles. He he ought to Rhino Rap his house. <laughs> I don't know if you can Rhino Rap your house, but if I'm Craig Green, the Public Service Commission, he should Rhino Rap his house. I'm not making this up, man. This is on uh, L.A. Politics is reporting it, and Greg Hillman is reporting what they did because Greg Hillman couldn't write an original story if he wanted one. Greg, Greg Hillman, what you laughing at? Okay, Greg Hillman never had an original story in his whole life. But he's, well, but in that case, he's just reporting what's going on. He's, but, but I love the company. I got to tell you, but kudos to Ronald Raps. I love their name. I love it. Brandon, just look at the work they do. That's a pretty good to yeah, make Clay Shakes not look good. Well. Rhino Raps is the place to get all your vehicles wrapped. I'm just telling you, I'm giving them pub. They if they make Clay look good, imagine how good they can make you. Look, no doubt about it. So the name of it's Rhino Raps. Uh I gotta send this to my uh <laughs> I gotta post this for you. See it on my Facebook. I'll try to do it at the break. See if I can get my lady if she ain't too busy to post. Rhino Raps, we're going to give them a little pub, a little love, because if they make Clay look good, they can make anybody look good. And really, I'm looking at the work. Brandon even looked at it and said, dang, they do good work. Yep. I'm just thinking on the bottom of the truck, it's got honesty, integrity, and trust. They had to be talking about Rhino Raps because they sure weren't talking about the guy in the truck. You know, if they'd have said liar, backstabber, <laughs> <laughs> they'd put stuff like that on the bottom of it. I had no problem with that. So I'm just thinking – Honesty, integrity, and trust is Rhino Raps. I, I just kudos. I don't know them, but they did one heck of a job. And and I'm telling you right now, if 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 uh, you're a candidate and you're getting support from people like Paula Pelosi Davis, uh, you know ought to go to Muncie, Mincy, buddy Mincy ought to go. Buddy, go get you one of these poison ivy. Go get one of these zero Z's ring. Rhino Raps. They waiting on you guys. The guy running against Blake, Andre, hey, send money bags from Arrow over there. He's a Rhino Rap. He needs to Rhino Rap his vehicles. I'm just telling y'all. I'm just telling y'all it's it's the way to go. And uh, so kudos because they make him look good, like I said. By the way, it's happening. You have a lot of Johnny-come-lately Republicans that ain't Republicans. 
And the problem we got, folks, is this is it. I was talking to somebody in a particular race, and they were saying that Spate was in, with McConaughey running. Oh, I like Mike. People say, I like him. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Oh, yeah, I vote for him. Don't know nothing about him. Don't know nothing about who's behind him. Won't even go look at the people that are supporting Mike McConaughey. I like him. See, that's the problem. I like him is the wrong attitude when it comes to voting. Every bit of it is. But that's what we do. Oh, we like him. Oh, he's a nice. Let's vote for him. If you don't look at who's supporting some of these candidates, like in that case, the, the Kelly Law Firm, Taylor Town. Taylor Townsend got his ran handed to him last time he ran because people were tired of Edwin Edwards and Bell Edwards. Edwin back then. McConaughey voted for Edwin Edwards. But you don't care. I like him. You don't care he voted for Edwards. No, you don't care he don't like Trump. No. You don't care if the trial lawyers and the, and people like Lion Ryan Gaddy who got drilled and Billy Montgomery who got drilled the last time. You don't care. No, I like him. Folks, that's our problem here. That's our problem here. You just... It just blows my liking. Okay, vote for him then. Do you care where he's going to vote? No, I like him. Do you care how he voted? Hell no, I like him. Do you know he's going to be voting with the trial lawyers who are costing this state? I don't care. I like him. But if you like him, and that's why you're voting for somebody, we ain't never coming out of this. Ever. Because we're voting for the people that we like. And then it's amazing the good old boy network of the state, which supports McConaughey and the trial lawyers and people like that, they're 100% going to hurt this state. They've proven to hurt this state. They only care about their money. I don't understand. Brandon, you know, like the guy running against Blake. You know, it's all against him. Paula Pelosi Davis, fraud squad. Cocktail Cousin, fraud squad. Stuart Little, very little bishop, fraud squad. Bogus Boyer, Fraud, fraud squad. I mean, just go look at the... Hey, he's got the Democrats, Ken Boudreau and all. Fraud, these people are liberal leftist Democrats supporting. And if people can't see it, and they're out there lying about Blake, then you're going to go vote for him and say, well, I like him. I like him. Folks, if you're voting for people just because you like them and you're not interested in finding out who's behind them and what's all the stuff behind them and what they really... Like, if you say, well, I'm voting for a Republican. Well, McConaughey's a Republican. Yeah, Johnny, come lately, this year changed to a Republican. I like him. I don't care. They got a guy, another shake's not a nothing to do with Clay. Is jumped in a race against Kathy Edmondson. Okay, Edmondson. Okay. I don't know him. Lifetime liberal, liberal Democrat. Bell Edwards voter, probably Obama voter, Biden voter, Hillary voter, jumps in and run as a Republican. Watch the good old boy network get behind him because they are trying to wipe out the conservatives. That's all they're trying to do. They're all trying to wipe out the real conservatives. And, folks, if the good old boy network is behind somebody, okay, you know, you better run from them. By the way, somebody did a good job, Brian. They sent me this. They said, here's a clay shakes nodded. They messed up on that truck. Yep. Instead of saying honesty, they're supposed to put dishonesty. <laughs> instead of saying integrity, they were supposed to put no integrity. Oh, and instead of saying trust, they were supposed to put mistrust. <laughs> I don't blame that on Ronald Raps. I blame that on the people that gave him what to put on there. You can't make this stuff up, folks. I'll try to get this. I, I got to get this on the website. This is just too good. We'll take a break. Be right back. I got-
Crime, poverty, and education are linked. And we know education cuts crime. 85% of people in jail are going home. If they can't read and write or learn a trade, they will commit more crimes and hurt more people. Some people don't want anyone in jail. Others want to lock more people up. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian and an independent. I believe in both accountability and redemption. We're going to teach inmates to read and write and learn a trade so they won't learn to break and enter. I'll get our kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. Employers look for those things. They can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Party politics and empty talk has led to more crime. The truth is, politicians don't pay attention to things that work. But I do. Hunter Lundy, Governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. Y'all listen. Baby, I might go to Rhino Raps myself and get <laughs> get me a rap on my truck. Okay, but you're you're not a Rhino though. No, but I, but but you know, like I said, I, you're supporting I, Louisiana business. Supporting I Louisiana got you. business. Who, by the way, I love the name and it fits a lot of Republicans that yeah. are running that. I think ought to go to Rhino Raps. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, I just think that uh, we ought to we ought to get that done. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope Buddy Mincy's over there today. <laughs> Him and Barry Poison Ivy and Paula Pelosi Davis, they need to be over there today getting him a Ronald rap. I'm not lying. By the way, I, I think I'm just looking at the work. I don't know the company, but it's great small business. I, I think they're doing well, and I hope they do do well. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, I think. Listen, uh, it's qualifying today. Qualifying starts today, tomorrow, and, and Thursday. We're going to find out everybody that's running for office. Folks, if we ever take our time to do homework, I mean, if you ever take the time to do homework on some of these people and who are behind some of these people, you, would, you wouldn't vote the way you'd vote. I don't care if you like him. And I, I hear that a lot. Well, I like him. What you know about him? 
No, not just know him. I like him. Oh, I met him one. Oh, I saw him at a basketball game. I, I just, do, do you care that he changed from Democrat? A lot of people had enough of this stuff, Brandon, where they changed from Democrat to Republican during the year. They just, they just had enough. They got one guy running against Jonathan Gudo who ought to be reelected easily, but the good old boy network finally candidate. They moved the guy in his district. You know what, the, you know what district the guy was in that's running against him? Mm. He was in Bogus Boboya's <clears throat> district. They didn't want to run against old Bogus Boboya, so they moved him out a year so he can run against uh, Gudo, who, by the way, they're not supporting Gudo because he didn't vote for a budget they didn't read. <laughs> Gudo has a great, Jonathan Gudo has a great voting record. And I don't care what other guy is. It don't matter to me. I hope he comes. I hope all these people come on the program. I'd love to hear from a kind of these people. I got a lot of questions for Mike. A ton. You know? A bunch of questions for McConaughey. You know? And some of the associations. And, man, he thought Billy Montgomery was great. I mean, folks, you can't just, if we're going to vote for somebody like, we're not going to change the state. The biggest change we need to make is in the Senate. But I like him, okay? <laughs> I'm telling you. I like him. I like him. I hear that all the time. I like, well, I like him. I like it. Well, you do. Do you know this? No, I didn't know that about him. He voted what? Yeah, stabbed the, stabbed the Republicans in the back. They don't, people don't even know what the fraud squad is. They don't understand what they really did. If you explain it to them, they go, dang, but you know what the fraud squad did? They're lying. That ain't what we did. and nothing like that. They were going to do the same thing. They just lied. Don't give a rat. Let me ask you a question. I built up a program. I don't know if I got another week left, a day left, who knows. 30 years on the air. I didn't get it lying. I didn't get it pushing me. I tell I told y'all the truth. I can pick, listen, it's like Rush used to say. I, I know what he meant now when he said I could read the stitches on a fastball or a curveball. I can read them too. I mean, it's so easy to read what these people are doing. They go after the good guys, like Dodie Horton. She's a good gal, not a good guy. Dodie Harden just got an endorsement from John Kennedy, Mike Johnson, and Jeff Landry. A lobby endorsed her. I mean, she's getting an endorsement from everybody. Why would you, anybody in that area, want to change out Dodie Harden? But the good old boy and the police jury and, and, and sir, they want to get rid of her because they want somebody to go down there and just do nothing but bring money home and that's it. And she's done that too, by the way. Why would you want to replace her? Why would you want not? Uh, we need the Senate to be changed so big. There needs to be changed so, so much change in that. You don't put a rookie like McConaughey in there who just became a Republican, who voted with Bill Edwards, who probably voted for Joe Biden, who don't like Donald Trump, who just came a Republican, who says his hero is Billy Montgomery where the people up there rejected Montgomery the last time he ran in a big-time way. You don't put people like that in the Senate. It's not that, well, he's a bad person. Didn't say he was a bad person. Nothing bad to say personally about the man. But it's not who you put in a state Senate seat that we need fighters. You don't put... Brian, you got you didn't did you did you load that yet? No, it's not okay. yet. You don't put people that go around and say, I'm a good old boy, I'm a good old boy, I'm a good old boy. Sound like Ricardo Mataban. You just don't put people in like that because they tied with money bags and the rest of the people that they want money. You gotta send it to me. They don't want to control. <laughs> I thought I did. They they want somebody that they can control. 
Period. <laughs> that ain't playing like you think it is, man. No, that's okay. Yeah, this guy's. I'm gonna send it to you, Brandon, because I am a good old boy, man. All right, Ed, come. So, I'm, I'm, I'm really, folks. I'm frustrated with it because I'm tired of losing. Tired of being last. I'm tired of being laughed at. But if you keep putting the good old boys in there and you go grab somebody because he's a coach, and I find that government workers all their lives don't end up being very conservative representatives. Oh, they were, everybody's going to be a social conservative if they got a Republican on their name. But how about a Johnny-come-lately Republican on the name? I mean, that, and you got a guy that's a lifetime Republican. So you're going to pick the Johnny-come-lately because I like him. I just wish people would wake up. Because if you don't wake up, we uh, if you don't wake up, we have no chance. And I, I love the state, man. I want to do well. I want to win. I want to win. That's all. Just want to win. And we can't win if we elect the same type of people just because you like them. You know what? You just can't. Anyway, all right. We're gonna take a break. Eight four four seven six 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 zero seven. We'll have it when we get back, Brian. Because I got, I got another key of copy, too. All right. You listen. By the way, Liz Merle will join us at 10.06. Got another candidate out of... Out of uh, yeah, we got several candidates coming on. All right. We'll take a break. Be right back. When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, We must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. Hey, folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. Trust your vehicle. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. 
Hello, folks. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, it's your opportunity to be a voice. By the way, one other funny thing. A guy wrote me, he was watching, the, I'm not going to mention name, but they were watching the nightly weather report last night. And the meteorologists said that 102 heat wave back in the 1890s, if you go look in the 1890s, all around the 20th, 20th century, in the 21st century, we get hot every summer. So this is what a meteorologist said. Meteorologists said that the heat wave in the 1890s was 100% natural. But the 102 temperature today, which was yesterday, was 80% natural and 20% climate change. <laughs> I'm not making this up. He said, can you believe this piece of it? I'm going to leave it at that. So in the 1890s, when it got 102, it was all natural. But now it's 80% natural and 20% climate change when the fact is it was climate change then and it's climate change now because the climate always changes. Oh, I got to call my climate czar on this. I just want to get his comment on this. I wish he was listening today. So I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just saying about to laugh. A meteorologist actually told his audience, this is what I mean by I got to be honest with you, that I believe in all my heart that TV, radio stations, and news networks are being paid heavy dollars to say the crazy crap they do. When I, when I emailed back and forth with uh, the legendary Bell Edwards supporter, John Georges with the uh, – John George's with the Devil's Advocate. He got offended that I, that I asked him, how much money y'all getting to report this crazy stuff on global warming? And he, uh, he uh, it, it just, it was, it was hilarious. It was hilarious because he got mad at me. But I asked him straight up because I know this is taking place. So we got a weatherman last night in my area. Let me ask you, how, how can a meteorologist prove that? How can a meteorologist prove that back in the 1890s, when it got 102, it was all natural, and now is natural and 20% climate change? How in the heck do you prove that? How did it get 102? That means if we did everything right, it's still going to be 102 one day. Well, it's such a lie. Anyway, I just I had to share this because the guy said, I didn't see this. I had heard about it from somebody else. This is the second time, so it's got to be true. I'm just like, by the way, y'all want to hear, this is, <laughs> this is the guy running against Blake Miguez that Mike Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, who wants to win Senate president, needs a vote, came into support. Paula Pelosi Davis came into support. Stuart Little, very little bishop is short. Cocktail Cousin, Bogus Boboye, Paige Cortez, all the Democrats down here supporting this guy. We need conservatives in the Senate. So I'm gonna, y'all tell me what you think. Y'all tell me what you think. This is the guy running. Now he, about the good old boy network, who awfully says, I, I, that's who I am. At least he's honest. Here we go. Now, I was called a good old boy. I was going to be on day one. I was going to be a good old boy. 
Cowboy said I was going to be a good old boy. Well, I am a good old boy. I am a, I'm telling you I'm a good old boy. Anybody in this room knows me. I am a good old boy. If there's some other words I can think of, too. <laughs> but this is a family program. We can't use those. I'm a good old boy. I'm a good old boy. I'm a good old boy. That's running for office. You going to send that down there? Don't know anything. Don't know anything about politics. Don't know anything about the wider legislature. Don't know anything about trying to change the state. Say, oh, good old boy. Craig Romero, Moneybags, Canada. That's him. Brandon, can you play it one more time? I, I, I just like, I like, I like to feel intelligent. Here we go. Now, I was called a good old boy. I was going to be on day one. I was going to be a good old boy. Cowboy said I was going to be a good old boy. Well, I am a good old boy. I am a, I'm telling you I'm a good old boy. Anybody in this room <laughs> we knows know. me. I am a we good know. old boy. We know. We know. And Cowboy, I know who he's referring to. Cow, cowboy said it. Cowboy was right. <laughs> That's running for office. But I like him. I'm fine. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with changing the state senate with that. Gee whiz. I, I'm trying, folks. I, I really am. <laughs> I really am trying. I really am trying to just hold it together in election year. And then you find out that Don Shakespeare is running for District 88, and he's been a lifetime Democrat his whole life. There's a great article on the Hayride about this guy. Okay? And uh, Democrat, <laughs> I like your boy Hayride's given nickname. Now they call him Democrat Don. <laughs> oh, my God. Three weeks ago, changed from the Democrat to Republican Party, much like McConnell. Much like McConnell. You know, people have gotten mad at me because I mentioned Mike McConnell on this. I have not mentioned Mike McConnell in one time in a negative time. Not one. The people behind him ought to scare you to death. I ain't going for it that way. Yes, whoever else get elected, that's exactly. He don't know anything. He's going to listen to. Townsend and Gaddy, for God's sakes. Then there's a question about the Sheikh Snyder uh, living in the district. According to this, not living in the district isn't bad enough. Uh, he said his re record in the town of Sorrento town council is an abomination. You know? So... Go check them out, folks, if you just like them. Can't change stuff with people you like. I know people that are like me, and there's nobody I run across yet think I ought to be elected official. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Not one person I came across said, Moon, you ought to run. You'll be my kind of guy. And I don't blame you because I ain't built for that. I can't deal in that. You know? It's... it's uh. It's, it's incredible to watch. I mean, it really is. But this is what's happening. Uh, if you don't pay attention, we're going to like this, some of the same old people. There are some of the same people we need. We do need a couple. Uh, we need some conservatives to move from the, the House to the Senate. We need, we need them to. Not moving House to the Senate if they're part of the system. But that's, that's just, look, that's me. Y'all do what you want to do. I got my one little vote in my little area. 
my representative has been really solid conservative. I've been really at my senator is Bob Henskins. He's getting ready to be cocktail Cousin. And Henskins was, uh, he could be conservative and he could be as far left and out there as anybody. But everybody likes him. If you like him, vote for him. That's, that's what we're just, find somebody you like and vote for him. Don't worry how they're going to vote. Don't worry about who's going to control them. Don't worry about that. I like, I like Mike. I like this person. I like that person. Just vote for him. Don't even look at their voting record. Don't, don't care if they change from Democrat to Republican in just the last few weeks or months. You know? Don't, don't look at that. That's not important. What is important, folks, when you're voting is do you like somebody? There's not, don't worry about how they're going to vote. Don't worry, don't worry about any of that. Just if you like a person, you vote for that person. Let's see how that works out for us in the long run because that's what we've been doing for 100 years. But I like him. I'm fine. Hell, you like him? That's good enough for me. Don't worry about what they do for a living. Don't worry about what they've done. Don't worry about their voting record. Don't worry if they knife you in the back. Vote for them. You like them. <laughs> you know? Shoot. Vote for people you like. Don't, that's, what, that's how you're supposed to do. Vote for people you like. Look what that's got us. Last in everything. Hey, dead last and damn proud of it. New motto. If you like if you like what you heard a while ago, and I'm a good old boy, vote for him. Good luck. That's what you ought to do. We'll be right back. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice. I-10 brings the border crisis to our backyard, delivering human trafficking, fentanyl, and warring cartels. Since Biden can't secure the border, Liz Merle will secure Louisiana as our next attorney general. She successfully fought and delayed the Biden administration's border policies and stopped the revolving door justice system. It's why DAs across the state and the Republican Attorneys General Association have endorsed Liz Merle. Trusted, conservative leadership. Liz Merle for attorney general. Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. When I think of the Nicole Spellman Group, I think of expertise. I think of people being relieved when they got to sell your home. When you have to sell a home, are you trying to buy a home? It's not nice to have a person that you can grab or a company that you can grab and say, hey, help me do this. I need the stress taken off. I got life to live. This company's out of Baton Rouge, but let's say you live in a place like Monroe. Man, they can help you in Monroe or anywhere in the great state of Louisiana. That's what's unique about the company, and hardly anybody does what they do. They reach the whole state so they can help you sell your home anywhere. You know, when you look at Nicole Spellman Group, they have a system of selling houses. They got a system that creates more demand. And what does that do? It results more multiple offer situations. And by the way, that helps you get more money to closing faster than the average agent. That's pretty awesome. That's what Nicole Spellman Group is all about. Anywhere in the state of Louisiana, they can service you. They can help you. They can take the pressure off of you to sell at home and get top dollar. NicoleSpellmanGroup.com. I'm telling you, when you go to them, you're going to go, wow. I'm so glad I heard about them. Okay, so you be very
said, "How y'all all welcome back, Moon Graffon?" You know, I was, I was laughing. Uh, this is this is how this is working with this media onslaught of how hot it is. I'm not even watching the weather and the news anymore. I just I'm done with all that. I watch Maddie put it on Andy Griffith. So I said, "Hey, leave it right there," and she's the one who puts it on the news. I said, "Maybe just leave it on Andy." I said, "We're gonna learn more from Andy." I said, they used to not even have much air conditioning. They sit outside and sit on the porch all day. But anyway, so my son, my 21-year-old son last night, he was hot, Dad. I said, son, ain't no hot it ever was. Hey, Dad, it's record heat. I said, record heat, huh? So you think it's real? It's hot. I'm dead. I said, uh, hey, son, bud. I said, it was a couple of nights ago, they said the record temperature was in 2011 when my kid was born in 01. So he'd been 10. Is that right? I think I'm correct. So we were playing travel baseball back then. Man, we, we were living in Monroe where it was really hot. We traveled to Lafayette, Baton Rouge, and Lake Charles, and Arkansas. I said, son, you'd play two and three games in a day. I never heard you talk about how hot it was. Not one time did you, when you was 10 years old, ever talk about how hot it was. I said, matter of fact, he said, well, what do you think it was, Dad? I think it's hotter now. I said, well, no, you, you, you're watching the meteorologist tell you how hot it is. I said... Walker, that's his name. I said, Walker, when you were 10 years old and you'd wake up and it was summertime, that dude used to eat breakfast. He was out the house at 7.30 in the morning. And we had lived in a neighborhood and they had a lot of kids. Them dudes played up and down in the concrete and outside and ball and everything. They'd come in to eat lunch. I remember his mama would tell me, Walk, you're not real hot. No, mom, it ain't that hot out there. Same temperature, 97, 98, 99, 100. Go play three ball games in a day, wide open. It's no hotter than it was now. I said, the difference is, son, you never went inside. He was not an inside kid, thank God. He didn't stay around and play all them video games. I was so glad he didn't do all that. I'm not saying at nighttime when he came in, but during the day, that dude wanted to play, play, play. I wish Butch Gandy was listening to me. He could tell the story. Butch said, them knuckleheads, all they do is run around the neighborhood and play and just outside all day. And we grew up like that, too. Grew up outside, drank out the garden hose or the hose pipe, as we used to say. I didn't realize that, folks, that when it was 102 in the 1890s, it was 100% natural. According to the meteorologist, and 102 today is 80% natural and 20% climate change. Did y'all know that? Man, we learned that from a meteorologist. I mean, you can't make this up. A meteorologist told me. You know, a doctor told me one time we ought to wear a mask. Woo! <laughs> God have mercy. Here's the hell in Baton Rouge. It's ninth day in a row at 100 degrees and no relief in sight. It's the time. Of the, it's the times. That's it. I thought, let me give you an example. Let's take y'all back. Okay, we in August, summer of 23. Can I take y'all back seven years ago? August of 2016. Y'all think it's worse now or then? Now, everybody in Baton Rouge that listened to me all over the Baton Rouge and surrounding areas, no exact, and down here in Lafayette and everywhere else just about, know what I mean. We had a flood from hell. And just seven years ago, as dry as it is now, Brandon, as dry and as hot as it is now, it was wet back then, and we had all of our friends 
the flooding and people lost their homes. It flooded in areas it never did. And the reason for that is everything's been built up south of the interstate, not only in Lafayette, but in the Baton Rouge area. And they built walls and walls. With, I mean, it was all man-made, but it had nothing to do with the rain that was falling. But just seven years ago it was raining, showing you that it changes every year. Brandon, in 2016, when all that rain came, we had all in floods. Was it hot that August? <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> it was just as hot with all the rain. Man, 2016 was a hell of a year. Bell was the governor, and that's when Bell said, we're going to be making a lot of money off the federal government. And he's been doing it since, which ain't going to be good for us in the long run. But that was a tough summer in August. I didn't flood. I came within a, another good rain from flooding. I just moved in an area that they lost everything on the bottom floor and every car and vehicle because I was building a house. I could show you pictures. You'd think my house was underwater, but I knew a lot of friends that did lose. I knew a lot of pins and with Denham Springs and uh, Baton Rouge and Central uh, Parish. I mean, over here in Lafayette Parish and beyond. I mean, it was just crushed. That was seven years ago. Do you think man caused that and now man's causing it to be hot with no rain? Because it's dry right now. I want to have to cut my grass. Brian, if it don't rain for 10, I want to cut my I may not cut my grass again this year. It's so dead. But that particular year, when that water came and it moved off, my grass grew and grew and grew and grew. Every day is different. Every year is different. And it's nothing to do with you and me. People that believe that are sick. I'm telling y'all, they got mental, they got some mental issues to believe this. I mean, just seven years ago. Right, and I don't remember the date of it, but I want to say it was somewhere about this time of year, seven years ago, that, uh, that we were fighting something totally different. Why? Because climate's always changed. Great name they picked out, huh? It used to be global warming. They made it to climate change, and now forest fires, forest fires that are started with a match or somebody leaving something out around their house on a campground, that becomes man-made global warming. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Because, see, the media has figured out something else with the power players at the left. And I watched them with COVID. They can convince you of anything. They can convince most people of anything. They've convinced people that Trump is such a bad person. When it's Joe Biden who's a bad person. Barack Obama, they're horrible, horrific. They just look the other way because the media don't pick on them. You watch it here. The media builds up Bell. St. Bell, they bill him up. Any Republican gets in the way, they beat him down. No different than the national press. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's just amazing. You know? Everybody keeps sending me this, and I appreciate it. All the hottest days uh, in, for, for like the 15, 20 hottest days. And uh, the hottest day in Monroe, Louisiana was 109 in 1918, Brandon, but can you say that in 1918 that that was a natural heat <laughs> and now we got 70% natural heat and 30% climate change? 1935 was the next hottest, 1931, 1930, 1918, and 2011, and then it was three with, in the 2000s, three days in a row that were hot and mixed in there. 
But when you go down a list, then it's 1936, 1935, 1930, then some 2010 and 11s. Once again, there it is, Brandon, 2011. My kid was 10. 106 degrees, okay? He was outside playing. Walk, you okay? Yeah, Dad. Is it hot? No, you're good. Wide open. 1936, 1948, 1930, 1930, 1924. I know. I pulled up Lafayette. I pulled up Monroe. Pulled up Baton Rouge. All the same. Here we go. So, seven years ago, we had floods. We've had hurricanes since then. We had none last year. We might have three big ones this year. I'm, who am I to say? My prayer is we don't get another one. I'd like to not have none for five or six years. Reality is it's, it's not normal. You realize it's not normal. it's not normal not to have a hurricane. It's normal to have a hurricane hitting somewhere around our golf course. That's normal. That is normal. Not having one is not normal. Just go back and look at all the history of the hurricanes. Now they predict in hurricanes, man, that dude, when that weather comes off the African coast, they want to name it immediately. Put a name on that sucker so they can say, hey, we got 27 hurricanes. I mean, they, they die to do it. The media kills the media. Anyway, all right, we're going to take a break. And I think we got this Liz Merle, who I think is qualified already. He's running for uh, attorney general. We're going to talk to her. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. BritBox, the best of British television. Extreme Brilliance series you can only find on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. News Talk, 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, asking it in a special election today whether to change the threshold for approval of a ballot measure from a simple majority now to 60%. This voter says yes. Our constitution needs to have some barriers to change. If it's too easily changed, then we we tend to want to go back and forth. Democrats are a no, saying Republicans are trying to block their ballot issue this November to add abortion rights to Ohio Constitution. And Fox's Mike Tobin reports. Conservatives are also anticipating a challenge to gun owners' rights. The mayor of Cleveland, for one, has encouraged people to vote against state issue one so Ohio liberals can bring what he called common sense gun reform. There are still hundreds of thousands of power outages after yesterday's storms from the south to the northeast that did damage and caused flooding in Maryland. Governor Westmore praises first responders rescuing people stranded. And because of those people, last night lives were saved. Now, in Ukraine, they're accusing Russia of targeting rescue crews in an attack in Pokrovsk in a region Russia has taken partial control of. A hotel, a restaurant, apartment buildings were hit. Then, to add to the deadly chaos, about 45 minutes later, when rescue teams were all over the scene, a so-called double tap, another missile was fired. 
You're right, at least seven people killed, over 80 injured, including civilians, children, first responders. That's Fox's Greg Palcott in Kiev. A police officer from Fairway, Kansas, has died from injuries suffered in a convenience store shootout Sunday. Police say Jonah Oswald was one of several officers trying to arrest two suspects from Tennessee after a stolen car report, which led to a car chase through two Kansas City suburbs and ended in that shootout, which also left one of the suspects dead. Fox's Lillian Wu. There's a sell-off on Wall Street. The Dow's down 418 points. And Americans lose money there. Millions are dreaming of winning $1.5 billion tonight in the Mega Millions jackpot, the third biggest lottery prize ever. America's listening to Fox News. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is, that sucks. They had good steak. When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. Angie makes it easier than ever to connect with skilled pros to get your home projects done well from repair to remodel. Get started on the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Yes, it's that time of the year again. Back to school shopping. And with inflation, we know it hasn't gotten any cheaper. Here's how we want to help you out. Download the KPL News app and click on Hold Pass Cash, and you can win a $500 prepaid Visa gift card. Just follow the assignments to earn points and increase your chances to win. We're making back-to-school shopping better with All Pass Cash. Brought to you by Acadiana-owned and operated Mattress Gallery, located on Kali Saloon across from River Ranch. From selection to delivery, it's Mattress Gallery. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Show great to have you with us. 844 766 6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Don't forget, as the meteorologist said, in 1894, when it was 102, it was 100% natural. Meteorologist. Now at 102, it's 80% natural and 20% climate change. I'm not making this up. People are saying this, they think we're crazy. Apparently, people are buying it. Anyway, 
All right, we welcome uh, Liz Merle, who's a solicitor general, who says, I want to be the next attorney general. But I was saying, well, Liz, you're coming in here. You're qualified. But you told me not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Tomorrow. Oh, you're doing tomorrow, it tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Did, did, did y'all have to set, because of the positions, y'all didn't kind of set a time that y'all would go kind of separate or not really? You just set a time was based on your work schedule? Yeah, you don't have to. I mean, there's three days, and they, they kind of like to know when you're coming so they can organize things. It looked like there was quite a rush this morning. Um, but I've been out on the road, and uh, I'm in court day after tomorrow, so uh, tomorrow's the day. Yeah, Kyle Ondway uh, called me last night and said, I want me to come broadcast uh, down there to just broadcast. Yeah, that would have been the, good. You could have set up the, right the outside, <laughs> and that would have been a great idea. Why well, didn't said, you do that, he man? Said, he said Jim Inkster was doing it. It's called time. You got to give me a little bit of You got to give me a little bit of time. So uh, I, 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 I thought about it, and I'm not saying no totally yet, but probably not. Well, I it's just hot went outside, down. so, you know, it's like oh, cooler up here oh, in your studio. Oh, it's hot outside. I'm going to left hook you. <laughs> I mean, you've been yeah, talking you, about being you, outside which, doing which, work. I mean, you, you know. About? No, that wouldn't bother me. It hey. bothers y'all. It don't bother hey. me. Yeah. Hey, matter of <laughs> fact, go look in the back. My my boat is attached to my truck. And you guys look at it. Hey, you I'm can set fish. up the equipment I'm in a, your boat if I'm you want to. I'm a fish from 1230 to 530 today. I think that's the hottest Where are you going fishing? I went fishing last week. Henderson. Oh, good. Headed to Henderson as soon as the show gets over. I ain't, you know, I ain't we been little, in about three weeks. I'm trying I'm, to get a day to go, and I can't go to weekends. So I figure, what the heck, I'll take a middle of the day ride. I say little. When I was when I was probably in high school, we used to go out. Uh, we used to, we used to go out. You know, the old Brobridge Highway, and mm-hmm. go out there in the swamp and shoot tin cans with our <laughs> rifles. <Yeah. laughs> well, I always that was how hey, we spent the afternoons on the, the weekend. The only reason I bring a gun is not to shoot tin can, but to make sure that nobody shoots at me. <laughs> How about that? Well, it, I, it works out pretty good. I carry a different gun these yeah, days. Yeah, I don't sure, blame uh, you. I don't blame so, uh, me. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit about it. You're going to qualify. I'm not going to get into who's going to be in it because you never know to Thursday at 5 o'clock when it's all said and done. Well, how you feel you stand right now? I know you, you picked up a lot of really good endorsements. Let's talk about that first from people that really believe in you. I think the Republican Party, state Republican Party endorsed you as well, didn't they? They did. The party endorsed. And yesterday, two more DAs, um, Charles Belay and uh, Perry Nicosa down in uh, Plaquemine and St. Bernard. Um, so it's all good. You know, I mean, I've got a lot of support. Spent a lot of time going around the state. I've been doing that for two years, but just listening, you know, trying to figure out what can we do. I think this office needs to adapt to the needs of the state. And right now, People are concerned about crime, and everywhere I go, they want to know what can the attorney general's office do about it. And, you know, I think that means we got to sit down with the DAs and the sheriffs and 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 see what their needs are because we're kind of a central operation, yeah, and we can provide support for them. They don't need us all the time. But, but you also just can't – I want you to explain this to people if I'm wrong. You can't – we got 64 parishes. I mean, we got 64 DAs, correct? That's right. So you just can't barge in and say, hey, we're here to take over. That, that is not how it's worked. I want people to explain. You explain. Yeah. The governor can do more of that, but not the DA. I'm well, not the attorney general. I mean, it not only is it in, does it interfere on their constitutional district where they were elected to serve, um, but it, it, it is a threat to all of them. You know, so it doesn't go over well with the district attorneys if I would, you know, or any attorney general, frankly, comes in and says, I'm taking over. I mean, that's a threat to every one of them because the way the Constitution is set up, we can't take over uh, in prosecuting a case that a DA is prosecuting yeah. without cause, and that's got to be decided by a judge in the district where that DA is. So, you know, it's we want to have a good relationship with the DAs. I think that's recusals are usually an assistant, and when they ask us to assist, 
You know, we can do either one of those things, and we need to be there to do that when they need us. But if you look at just uh, qualifications, really, and I looked at the list of people we think are running, uh, Liz, your qualifications are just so much far superior. It's not really, and I know you're sitting here, but I mean this, it's not even close. It's really not. You can add them all together and not close because give us a little background. Your background, what you did as solicitor general, what you did before. I mean, you, you've been, you tried, Kate. You've been a Supreme Court. Talk about your, your little history of what you've done. So I've argued five times at the Supreme Court, but I practice up there regularly. I mean, that's only the times that I've been at the podium arguing a case. I've gotten, I've obtained stays, which are just on the papers that we submit up there. That's really hard to do. Um, you know, I routinely practice up there. I've One of the things that I did when we created the Solicitor General's office was just start reaching out to the DAs when we saw anything filed against the state of Louisiana, Mm -hmm. um, against any DA, uh, it was any appeal of any criminal case, I would reach out to them. I do it now. I've been doing it for several years now. Um, And I've assisted them in over 250 cases because we can see what's happening across the whole state yeah. and they can't, you know, they can't really monitor it the same way. They see what's happening in a case that was in their, in their district, yeah. in their area, but we see it across all 64 parishes. So, um, so I just immediately reach out to them and say, Hey, we want to help. And, uh, and we're here to, we're here. We'll write your brief for you. We'll put our name with you on it, or we'll not put our name on it. If you don't want our name on it, it doesn't matter to me. The objective is for us to, properly and and assist them in defending that case. And I think that's one of the highest and best uses of the office that we've created is to serve all the DAs um, because we can see these patterns of issues that Mm -hmm. are being pushed up, especially by outside, uh, you know, criminal justice reform. But a district attorney has to come to you as a solicitor or attorney general and say, hey, Liz, I need you to help me. You can't barge in. You might could send a letter to them. You might say, hey, do y'all need help in this? That's fine. But they really have to open the door and say, would you come help? Well, you I know, want people to I know can't that. barge in. I just, it's, it's not going to be received very well. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I want a long-term relationship with sure. them. I want to be able to help them. And, um, and I want them to see us as a resource and not a threat. Yeah. Uh, when, you know, we have, we have some, some, some cities that need, I think, a lot more help in a lot of different ways. And, We've got to focus on addressing crime in those cities. Shreveport, Baton Rouge, and New Orleans are chief among them. But, you know, we saw it. We see it here in Lafayette. We're seeing more of it in Lafayette. We've seen it in Monroe. And uh, and I know that just from going around and talking to a lot of the sheriffs, Alexandria, you know, I mean, it's just, it's filtering out everywhere. Alexandria is centrally located. You're on I-49. You got I-20 at the top and I-10 at the bottom. So they're a drug trafficking, you know, and people trafficking corridor between I-20 and I-10. Just because of the interstates, the way they come in. Just because, yeah, I mean, and and then we're bordered on interstates on the other sides, too, in Texas and in Mississippi. So, you know, we can't ignore the, the, you know, we got to look at the whole state and what can we do to support those guys that need the support. And I I certainly intend one of the first things that I would like to do is sit down um, and re- um, kind of rejigger some of the task forces that we've had in before on on violent crime and on drugs and uh, and then go to the legislature and see, you know, what do we need? We need more staff to, to assist with recusals. Do we need more staff to assist with LBI and um, with the investigators so that we can provide them with the support that they need? I, I'll just go ask for it. You know, I mean, 
the, everybody wants crime addressed. We need to go figure out what resources yeah. we need to do it, and then we go ask for it. A lot of talk, it. not a lot of done. That's right. Of, I mean, I'm a pretty action-oriented person. I'm I know. Go figure out what I can do. And if they tell me no, they tell me no. But it ain't going to be because I didn't try. Yeah, but uh, let me ask you a question for the position. And, and of course, Liz Morrow is running for attorney general. She's a solicitor general. How important is, is this office that you're running for uh, to have the experience you have that when you hit the ground, ground running, you really hit the ground running. You know a lot of inner workings. You don't know everything, maybe, but, they, but you know a lot of the inner workings. How important would it be to move right into that office? And, and everybody always takes what was good from the administration before, and, and then you put your touch on what you think needs to yeah. be done. And nothing wrong with that, by the way. Right. So I, 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 having all this experience you have, and you're the only one with this experience in this race, how does that, how's that, how's that help? Well, I mean, one running. way it helps is that there's no there's no hiccup, right? I mean, we just keep rolling. We've got um, we so for example, we talk a lot about crime and what and everybody's worried about crime, but you also have um, the civil division puts out 250 opinions a year to municipalities all over the state. So that is a critical part of the operations of local government. You don't need somebody that's got to come in and learn on the job. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done just about every job there is at the highest levels of state government. I was deputy executive counsel to the governor. I was executive counsel to the governor. I was executive counsel to the commissioner of administration, so which made me like the chief budget lawyer sure, for the sure. state. So I know, you know, I, I've refinanced the tobacco bonds. I've done, you know, I've done a lot of public finance work. I've done a lot of other things besides the, the, the constitutional work. And I've assisted the legislators in making sure that their bills will meet constitutional scrutiny when they're trying to address a problem so that we address things on the front end and we're not just trying to defend it on the back end. You know, I, I mean, we just aren't going to yeah. we're not going to have anybody learning on the job. Yeah, let me, let me do this. We've got to take a break. And, the only, you know, politics, everybody likes a little deal. So here's what we're going to do. I'll become your public relations person. <laughs> And get off the radio, which will make a lot of people happy. And I just come to your PR guy. But yeah. I want to make with Jamie. Tom's director, Moon Rafal. I, I want to make the, uh, <laughs> I want to make, <laughs> I like that. I want to make what Jay Dard makes. That's all. I just want to make what Jay Dard makes. And, so and, and, and I, I want to yeah, no, do it without having to stab one person in the back. So I want to do the same thing. All right, we'll take a break. Be right back. Crime, poverty, and education are linked. And we know education cuts crime. 85% of people in jail are going home. If they can't read and write or learn a trade, they will commit more crimes and hurt more people. Some people don't want anyone in jail. Others want to lock more people up. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian and an independent. I believe in both accountability and redemption. We're going to teach inmates to read and write and learn a trade so they won't learn to break and enter. I'll get our kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. Employers look for those things. They can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Party politics and empty talk has led to more crime. The truth is, politicians don't pay attention to things that work, but I do. Hunter Lundy, Governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Explore the natural beauty of Louisiana with a staycation at one of Louisiana's 21 state parks. There are activities for the whole family to enjoy. You can kayak under towering moss-draped trees, ride horseback down winding trails, play disc golf in the piney woods, or catch a state-record bass. 
And when the sun sets and it's time to relax, our cabins are the ideal place to unwind and enjoy the company of family and friends around the campfire. If that's not your camping style, try campsites or glamping. We're ready for your adventure. Find everything you need to book your stay at LouisianaStateParks.com. Louisiana State Parks, where you can be a world away yet so close to home. Folks, the staycation is a wonderful getaway. 21 State Parks, we've got something for you and the whole family. You need to come check us out, folks. Once again, LouisianaStateParks.com, LouisianaStateParks.com. Get away. You don't have to go too far to have a blast in Louisiana. Hello, Acadia. Welcome back. Microphone show. Don't if you press it too tight, I can't hear you. All right. All right. Just letting you know. All right. Let's let's Y'all ought to be in here. That really we ought to start showing. I and I said this all the time, Liz, on the Microphone show. We really would tape off the air and play it. Ratings would skyrocket. Entertainment value would go up. You would have to agree with that. All right, Liz is running. She's a solicitor general with so much experience. She's running for attorney general. Okay. Uh, and I mentioned this earlier about some of the endorsements, but you had some other big endorsements besides the party and the ones you named, didn't you? Congressman Higgins this week. So that was great. Oh, yeah, that's big. Yeah, that's big yeah. in the area. So I've got eight DAs now, I think. You know, Doug Morrow got four um, former Doug, U.S. Doug. attorneys. I love Doug. I haven't seen yeah. talked to Doug. I wish I, could, I had his number. I'd call him today just to pick his brain. I've always liked him. I always thought he was a smart guy. And uh, really, really, when he was a, uh, the DA, he was really good. Good guy. He solid. Good so he was Yeah, but he was, Doug was solid. Yeah. He's not just a solid LSU announcer. That's right. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. He's, so he, he lives in Baton Rouge. He's, yeah. you know, been a been a just kind of a great member of our I, community. I've seen him for at the past time. time several times. Yeah. He's a good guy. His wife's <laughs> but, very nice too. You know, I tell people a lot of times endorsements may not mean a lot, but but to the candidate, they mean everything. Yeah, they do. I mean, you know, we're we're not I I, I certainly think it's important to have the support and um encouragement from a lot of everyone in the community. You know what I mean? This is not a job you can do by yourself. This is a job that you got to have people who are who understand that the job is to enforce the rule of law. I mean, that's the job. And and I think you need people that have confidence in your capacity and your experience and your ability to do that in a fair and even-handed way. So I that's just, that's just, what I'm hoping. I just hope there's no talk show host getting on you. <clears throat> well, you're going to be my comms director, right? <laughs> and you say you're going to be my comms director. If you can pay me with Jay Dorn, got paid. <laughs> I told you, everybody would like to make Is that what it takes to get you? Yeah, that right. I'd be like, Jay, it's going to take me 250000 to get me. Actually, a little bit more than that. <laughs> hey, Brandon's going to lose a job. I mean, I got to. Well, gotta Brandon can come too. Brandon, you go. I appreciate come on, that. Brandon. I, I appreciate it. Moon, that go, sounds like Brandon. a good deal to me, man. I'm good. Man, to think <laughs> nobody has to know my name, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> well, Liz, it's uh, you, really, this is, you know, what are you, six weeks from an election now? Is it two months? Two months. Basically, two October fourteenth, yeah, two, so months. two months. Yeah, so in that time, uh, when you're in an election like this, you know, besides running advertisement and stuff like that, what do you have to do to to convince people that you're the right person? I mean, you you cover every inch of the state. Do you leave some of the state alone because they might not like you because you're a Republican, or do you just go? You focus on trying to help everybody. You focus on trying to help everybody. You go everywhere. Like I want to introduce myself to everybody and. 
Um, you know, there might be, you know, there might be people who have never met me or, um, you know, maybe they are politically aligned with a different party. And it's still, I look, you know, I, I want to have a relationship with people. So, um, and I want them to see that I am, that I do, my door's always open and that I'm going to listen. I'm going to always approach things from a certain kind of philosophical base. And that, that will be true because that's how I this, solve problems. This is a little bit tougher question. I think we had a this is my opinion. I do as I think our governor has failed us so bad. But what would be the difference? What would have been the difference had you had a more conservative, a conservative governor? Not more. Anything's going to be more. But what would be the difference as attorney general working with a, a, a governor who who really will say, you know what, we got the same goals because this governor didn't have the same goals as attorney general, and he don't have the same goals as most people in Louisiana. Huge. How, how big is that going to be? Because y'all had to Huge. go through, y'all had to fight through things. Y'all really. Of course, the media tried to turn it. Y'all were the bad guys when y'all weren't. How big is that to have somebody you can work with? Look, the governor The governor is the head of most of the big departments in state government. Correct. Those are his appointees. Those secretaries work for him. And so if he says don't cooperate with the attorney general's office, then they don't help us. And that's how it's wow. really been for eight years. So, I mean, we've been pushing this big, big heavy ball up a hill without any help. And I, I think we've been amazingly successful in oh, doing no that. Doubt. No um, doubt. But it, it hasn't really been because of the cooperation of the governor. And so I think it would be amazing to have the cooperation of the governor who can send an executive order out or just a directive out to his people at a meeting saying, hey, when the attorney general calls, I want you to cooperate. And that way just I can cooperate. Just you didn't cooperate. say agree, cooperate. If I need facts about something that's affecting our state, one of these rules that the federal government is pushing down on us, and I need information about what kind of costs it impose yep. on us, regulatory costs, keep us in federal court. If I can show what those costs are, I don't get kicked out of court. If they cooperate with me, I can fight these fights. I mean, I need everybody to, to help. And, and we by, got a lot to fight. And, and by the way, I was going to say that. If you look at the current administration, what they're trying to destroy every person in this country seems like we need a governor and a strong attorney general that can work together. We've got to have it because this thing with the governor going along with the woke crowd has cost us. Well, really and it, identifying those things, like the government is constantly putting out new rules, rewriting the Constitution through word changes and rewriting laws that Congress have passed by changing the words or exploiting some gap in that they perceive that gives them the opportunity to write new rules that, that impose this woke agenda. And then they, they filter those out through all of these agencies. You know, our agencies ought to be guarding against that. Our agencies ought to be calling the attorney general's office and saying, hey, this is a, this is a bad idea. And then telling me and helping me fight it. Okay. Last question. How can people get in touch if they want to help you with your campaign? We highly recommend they vote for you. We just thank you the person for the job. www.liz4, which is a number, la.com. Liz4la.com. Before I said I hope you win, I should have asked you, would you rather me endorse the other candidates? No. Yeah, well, he, well, <laughs> you have a better chance of winning. I might actually help. <laughs> no, you're going to be my comms director. Right? you got to be on the team. And Brandon's coming, too. I can be cooler than you think. Boy, when I get it fired up, I'd be fired up, too. Just have podcasts every day. We'll be on the radio every day. <laughs> we gotta... We'll talk about whatever the lead. We'll do legal lines with Liz. Thank you, Liz. I like that. I like That's that. Good. Sanders.
leaders have talked about creating a new healthcare system for years. Single payer program. Universal healthcare. Medicare for all. No matter what term they use, it all means the same thing. Socialized medicine. That's why we need leaders like Dr. Bill Cassidy in Washington. As the top Republican on the Senate Health Committee, Senator Bill Cassidy has fought Bernie's socialized medicine schemes 100% of the time and won. Senator Cassidy is 100% pro-life and has always worked to find conservative solutions to health care problems. In the Senate, Bill Cassidy has been a leader in fighting the woke liberals. Senator Cassidy stood up to attacks on our Second Amendment and authored legislation to build the wall and stop President Biden's failed amnesty and open border policy with Mexico. Senator Bill Cassidy is fighting for us. Louisiana Legacy Pack is responsible for the content of this advertising. Paid for by Louisiana Legacy Pack and not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. www.louisianalegacypack.com. I'm Brandon Trostclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trostclair, and I approve this message. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. Hire with minimal effort and max speed with Indeed. Their hiring solution platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com slash... This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline. Somebody wrote it. says, Moon, I was listening to your show this morning, how hot it was versus the past, but I can't stop laughing. said, I don't remember the temperatures, but when I arrived at Tech, let me, Louisiana Tech, let me stop there. You don't remember the temperatures because you didn't care. <laughs> you only, people only care now because they shoved down our throat. Anyway, he said, I arrived at Tech, no air conditions in the dorm, not none. He said, I don't know how we survived. Yes. Yeah. Once again, let me just say it again. It wouldn't shove down your throat like it is now. I never thought about the weather. I've never thought about the weather at all because I know it's just a natural phenomenon. It's a weather can be wicked, man. But anyway, remember early in the program, I'll give you an example. And I hope Liz don't mind. If she does, she'll probably sue me. The worst she can do is sue. I guess she can sue me, Brandon. She's a lawyer. Remember early in the program I was talking about just go and vote because you like people. I like him. I like Mike. I like this. I like that. 
And people vote that way. Now, I want to use her as an example. Listen to her. Does that sound a little bit different than, I'm a good old boy, I'm a good old boy. Does it sound a little different than that kind of candidate? I'm a good old boy, you're right, I'm a good old boy. Cowboy says I'm a good old boy. Brandy, that sounds a little different. Mm. So here you got somebody with experience from the Supreme Court and the federal court. Unbelievable amount of experience. Now, I don't know about Mr. Mr. Morley, who's running. I hope we get him on. He said he was going to come on. I hadn't heard from him. And, we're, and I'd love to hear from John Stefanski. I'd love to hear from him. But I hadn't heard from him either, but they're welcome. But this is what I mean. So here's somebody with smart as hell experience like no other in the race. Uh, compassionate about it. Eat, working, to, working her fanny off to, to become the next attorney general. And this is what people are going to walk in and they're going to vote for someone. Well, I like those so-and-so. You're a really nice fella. Or nice woman or whatever you want to do. Well, do you know what they stand for? No, but I thought he was a nice. I like him. He's nice. I like him. This is what I meant. This is what we do here. You know, Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter. You go, well, let me vote for the person qualified that can really do the job that we can count on. If you put her, I know besides Stefanski, it's not even close. And I don't know about Marley real well because I don't know him real well. I'm not going to make a judgment on that. But Stefanski, I mean, it's not even close. It's like night and day. It's like, it's like sunshine and darkness, that's how far a difference it is. But, you know, just it's so different. It's so, we, we, we got to vote for people you like, but don't you think you ought to look and see if they really qualified for the job? How many, how many people like, let me, let's put it this way, Brian, you'll love this analogy. Brandon. What's wrong? Well, would you send them the number? They said uh, Schroeder was supposed to call. They said okay. they're trying to call. They've been having a number for about eight years. All right. We ain't changed it. Okay. We ain't had nobody call in. Mm-hmm. But let me use an example. You people have heard me sing. Haven't you? You sing? I call it singing. Good Lord. I okay. That. But would you, would you want me to teach you singing lessons because you like me? I like him. I can't sing. Yeah, but you like me. You're gonna put me ahead of a university in the in the singing in the singing choir. He says they call him that. Okay. Okay. So would you would you vote for me because you like me to believe this? No, because why? I'm not qualified. You might put me. You might put me to go talk, or you might put me to go witness, or you might put me to go laugh or cut up, but you wouldn't put me to go sing. Well, that's what we do with politics. They're not qualified. That's the number. (laughs) Anyway, you can put that. I'm waiting. You can put that's the number. You can give another number. You can give an 800 number. Maybe there's a phone problem. I don't know. So that's that's what I mean by politicians. So if you wanted to, if you want to put me as a singer because you like me, well, I'm not qualified. I'm, I don't. Well, you don't want to hurt my feelings. Well, I can't answer that. The same thing when he's racist because you like somebody. 
Tell you what, Brandon, call them. <laughs> I don't know what else to I'll call that number? I guess. Well, you want to just get to the break first? Well, we just call him on the break? Uh, Schroeder's in there, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know what number to call him, but yeah. I'm, I'm saying this. He's in the phone book, too. Well, yeah, let's take a break. Let's go ahead yeah. and take, take a little early break. See we get Schroeder on here real quick. John is, uh, I think, uh, qualified to run for governor. We'll talk to him. See what that's about. Uh, apparently, it's a mix-up on something to do with the number. We'll take a break. Be right back. Convicted pedophile in Lake Charles was about to get released. The district attorney asked Solicitor General Liz Merle for help, and she delivered. That's Merle. In over 200 cases, she's helped DAs across Louisiana keep violent criminals behind bars. As our next attorney general, Liz Merle will make fighting crime priority one, two, and three. Conservative warrior, endorsed by law enforcement. The most qualified. Liz Merle for Attorney General. Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. Serving as your Attorney General, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor... I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. The IRS. Back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll. 844 766 6607 is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. It's your opportunity to be a voice. All right, let's go to phone lines. Don't forget, you can always email me moon at moongraffon.com. We go to David and Lafayette. David, how you doing? I'm doing okay, Moon. How you doing? Everybody? I'm, I'm, hanging, I'm hanging in there, man. Yeah, listen, I, man, I can barely hear you. I don't know why. But uh, let me let me try to get into my house real quick. I'm in my, my shop right now. David, you're fine, uh, brother. Go ahead. Now, I called to talk to you about how I became a conservative. Yes, sir. Just real quick. My father-in-law, God rest his soul, chatting me in and he asked me, he says, who are you voting for president? 
I said, I don't like Clinton. This was during the Clinton days. I said, I like Clinton. But I don't know. And uh, he said, uh, so why do you like him? I said, I don't know. He's just a likable guy. He broke all of these people's policies. Not one. Not one. Okay? Yeah. And he sat me and he talked to me about it. I mean, he did. I asked him to. You know, I said, what was the difference? And he said, well, you got one party that spends money at about a million miles an hour. And then you got the other party that spends money at about 50 miles an hour. He said, how would you put your vote? Where would you put your vote? Because we all know that the Democrat Party is nothing but tax and spend policy. It is the same thing every time. And then you got independents. The reason I won't vote for an independent, because they have no loyalties, period. Mm-hmm. You understand that? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. But listen, I got I got to go, David. I appreciate it. we can get you back. I want to go to uh, State Treasurer John Schroeder joins us, and uh, he is running for governor of the great state of Louisiana. So I, I'm taking it you are qualified, sir. John, John, I said I take it. I take it you. I said I take it you are now qualified to run for governor. Yep, I, I think I'm qualified in in two ways, Moon. I officially did it, and I listened to what you said earlier. If it's, if it's about qualifications, I think I have it. Well, let's do this, John. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, yep. I, I know it's got to be exciting. Now, you ran statewide before, but running for governor, I mean, that's that's the big the big enchilada. But you said you're qualified, and I want people you to tell people your qualifications for, for this position and why you think you're the best one for the job. Well, look, I, I, I don't know how much time we have. I think it needs to start with why did I get involved in public, uh, in politics when I turned 48 years old? My wife and I had been uh, very successful in our business. I had uh, come off a pretty severe injury that that cost me my um, career in the military. And um, I missed service, man. I, I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I, I excelled at what I did. I was a former special agent, narcotics guy, uh, CID agent of Army, military intelligence, and uh, my retina damage. So I went off in the business world, now 32 plus years. And when I was about 47, term limits kicked in, and I said, you know what? I'm going to bring my service to a new level, meaning I, Ellie and I had done all kinds of things in our community and decided to run for the House of Representatives. I did that. Bobby Jindal was the governor. I was asked... If I wasn't asked a thousand times, I wasn't asked once. Can you go to Baton Rouge and work for Bobby Jindal? Everybody wanted Bobby Jindal to pick up, right or wrong. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Well, guess what? It took me about, after my first session, I realized, ooh, I think we made a mistake. You um, sure you wouldn't listen to my yeah. program? Because I, I was working at him before the first session. <laughs> yeah. I worked well, on it pretty hard. I didn't know you... <laughs> I, I didn't quite know the, the most uh, knowledgeable, experienced person in, 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 in that space yet. I, I, I met you later. <laughs> oh, I, I but, thought you were talking about CB well, now, but go ahead. <laughs> no, no but I had a good voice for the CB. Um, but, but, Boone, I found out after my first session when we had that big surplus and they were projecting a deficit for the next year, and we were spending money – I say we because, I, you know, you can't 
it's it's the team concept, and that's how I'm programmed. I'm very much about the chain of command and the team. We were fixing the spend of this billion-dollar surplus on reoccurring expenses, things that if you and I did, we'd be out of business. Mm-hmm. So I, I very, very quickly um, smelled a stunk and, and got in trouble for it. Yeah, I, I got kicked off appropriations going into my third year. Um, by that time, I, I had seen it. I, I, I knew what the problem was. And quite simply, the government doesn't act like you and I act. So fast forward, I spent nine and a half years in legislature when John Kennedy ran for U.S. Senator. I wanted to take my budget promise, which you know I had, um, whether you and I agreed all the time. You know, that's another discussion of the day. No big deal. But I, I wanted to, as state treasurer, have a bigger podium to influence the process. I do. I had some close friends, um, uh, different senators tell me, well, why are you going to get out the legislature? You don't even have one vote as state treasurer. I said, I don't, but I will be able to influence the process. And, and what happened along the way, because I had no idea that I'd run for governor seven years ago almost now. I saw it from the inside. My lane, which I've done very well, is staying in my lane as your treasurer. I knew what my job description was. I knew what my duties were. And I pretty much stayed within within that lane. But I realized, man, we've got some serious financial problems. And, and, and only the governor, uh, at least under the way it is designed right now can fix a lot of the problems. And when I say fix, man, we need years of good government, not just four years. We need years. We're not, we have generational problems now that's going to take a generation to fix. But it's amazing how many people have asked me just in the last week, do I really think it's fixable? I, the culture is because that's where we have to start. Forget all this other stuff. We have a broken, corrupt, crony culture in government that I know I can I can start that change because it all starts at the top. And I've seen it. I witness it. Um, and until you start there, nobody has faith in government anymore. I don't care where you go across this state. I had somebody ask me this morning on the radio station, do I really think it's fixable? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. That's why I got up this morning. You know, I mean... But it's going to take work. You got to go to work every day because you're not going to change the culture from sitting around, flying here, going to this talk and this, that, and the other. The only way you change the culture in your business is to go to work every day. And the only way we're going to change the culture in government is to go to work every day. You know, it's amazing that question that you're telling you that you're telling us that people are asking you, John. I'm starting to get that a lot now, and I told them that. I, you know, I'm not running for office. I said, but I've been fighting this for 30 years. Maybe not exactly like you, but same thing. And I said, you know, I still got some hope that we can make a change. But I said, we can't keep going down the same direction. I think the last eight years has set us back. And I, I do want to say kudos for something that you did. And you did several things. But one of them is when you told BlackRock to take a flying leap. And you took money from this, this, this ridiculous... Uh, ESG, GS, ESG uh, movement dealing with banks and money and investments, and uh, when you did that, I thought, well, that that's that was tough. That was you, you stood up and said, "We're not doing that." 
Well, it's also important to know that I did that because it was the right thing to do, and I thought it was my job. Nobody even knew we did it. I mean, it, was, it didn't come out until eight months after we had already started the process. But I, I learned of this at our, at our national treasures meetings, at our conferences and private meetings, talking with treasurers. And one thing leads to another, and I started checking into it. And coming from a fossil fuel dominant state, I said, this is crazy. I mean, why? And then, and then when you look at the money that BlackRock invests in communist countries, yep. and they're using our money to do it, I mean, that's like, a, it was a no-brainer to me. No, you know, but, now, it, but John... We were the, you, we were the first state to do it. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. You jumped on it. You we, may have been doing it for a while, but I jumped on it when you did it because I was proud that you did this. That, I thought that was gigantic for our state. It took the right stance. Yeah. And you did it with our money for our people. You did it for the right reason, and it was the right thing to do. And I, I've, I've said that from the time that you brought this up and fought it, that, man, this Schroeder knows what he's done. He know, And, you know, something else you brought up to me, that last year when we was doing all this budget stuff, and you, you were telling me it's going to take the governor – I thought one of the best ideas you had was let's do the House Bill 1 and House Bill 2. I, I think this is what you said. I know House Bill 2. Let's do all of it at the beginning of the session, first two weeks, get it over with, then we can when we work on everything else. And I thought I was smart, too. I think that's something that we need to change instead of all the craziness we watched at the end of the session. Well, and you, you're being talked about. That's a, it's basically a very politically corrupt process. And it has to end. I mean, look, it's... We have created the haves and the have-nots, and it punishes people. We shouldn't have a system that punishes people. When I say punish people, do you really believe that Ray Garfalo changed his mind because the governor or the Speaker of the House said, hey, we're going to take you off the committee, or we're going to do this project in your district? He didn't change his position. No. But you know who it punished? It punished the economy of that region of the state. Yep. Now, what? That doesn't even hit the common sense scale. Common sense is probably what we lack more than anything in our building. I give a lot of credit to Bobby Jindal from this this perspective. One of the smartest people I've met and has very smart, young people around them. But they didn't have any common sense. They didn't have a lot of street smarts. Mm -hmm. Now, those people who now have their wisdom and some street smarts if they would have had that 15 years ago yeah. it would have been outstanding but the, he didn't yeah but and you know you mentioned you, legislators you, you mentioned ray garofalo dodie Horn, blake miguel i mean they went after all these good decent people that that vote right and do the right thing because they you know they wanted to knock them out and now they made them sound like they're the bad guys and in the in the, in the in the system that you're talking about is trying to eat them up back home now it's 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 phenomenal john yeah. it's phenomenal what i'm well watching. look this this is about, there's one good thing about being old. I think I'm about 10 years older than Jeff, about how many more years I'm older than Stephen Wagerstein. I think Sean and I are probably around the same age, I think. Um, or at least he looks old. Um, <laughs> you know, there's, 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 there's says I look older than him, too, cannot, so it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, you do look older. <laughs> um, there is one thing that you don't get except through living life, and that's wisdom. There's not, you can't go read about wisdom in a book. You know, wisdom comes through the school hard knocks. And that's the only way you get it. And if you don't have enough people around you that understand that, then you're not getting the, the, the full picture. You're getting a one-sided picture. Yeah. The key to being successful in anything in life 
It's having a well-rounded group of people around you. And, and we, have, we have failed for, on that front. And let me tell you, this governor who, you know, I, just like President Obama, look, I defended this process as a, as a veteran. So you take what you get, meaning he was our president, I accept that. I remember being in school one day when some kids were calling him by his first name. I was in a charter school in New Orleans East. And they were calling him Barack and Barack this and Obama that. I said, whoa, 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 come on. He's the president of the United States, the greatest country in the world. He has earned a title that I think you should address him that way. Yeah. I'm not calling by his first name. He's the president. And so I respect hey, our process. Hey, John, just because yeah. of time, tell people how to get in touch with you. We'll do it many times between now and election. Tell people how to get in touch with you. The easiest way is right to my website at johncoder.com. Everything comes to me in any way. Okay. Uh, S-C-H-R-O-D-E-R. And we can, we can continue on. No, no, we will. Uh, we will. Uh, we'll bring you back many times. You're welcome all the time. And we got to roll. Thank you, sir. All right, John. A show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. And here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL. I'm Hannah Como, and I'm here with my husband, Brandon. We are so passionate about helping marriages grow and succeed. And as a licensed marriage and family therapist, I know the importance of investing in your relationship. We believe that a good marriage is the foundation of a healthy family. We also understand that marriage is hard and the challenges that we face in today's society are different from those of the past. Our goal is to help you navigate those changes and to gain the skills to build a better marriage together. Listen in weekly to The Modern Marriage to help you create the marriage you have always wanted. Sunday evenings from 5 to 6 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The entire world watched. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James. Continuing a war of words, I'm Rich Dennison, Fox News. Former President Trump continuing online attacks against the federal judge and prosecutors in his 2020 election case, calling special counsel Jack Smith a thug prosecutor. It comes as the Justice Department seeks to keep Trump from disclosing some evidence in the election interference case. Trump attorneys want to make sure that the protective order that the DOJ is seeking is not too broad, that only sensitive or sealed material should be kept out of the public view. That is what they want. And they said this yesterday, quote, in a trial about First Amendment rights, the government seeks to restrict First Amendment rights. Worse, it does so against its administration's primary political opponent during an election season in which the administration, prominent party members, and media allies have campaigned on the indictment and proliferated its false allegations. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. Officials in Georgia have started closing off some streets near the Fulton County Courthouse ahead of another expected indictment against former President Trump. DA Fonnie Willis told Fox 5 Atlanta they were ready. And that the oath requires that I follow the law, that if someone broke the law in Fulton County, Georgia, um, that I have a duty to prosecute. 
Willis has been investigating allegations of election interference since early 2021. In particular, the call then President Trump made to Georgia's Secretary of State telling him he just needed to find 11,000 votes. A special grand jury recommended multiple indictments after hearing from people like Rudy Giuliani and Senator Lindsey Graham, as well as Georgia's governor and Secretary of State. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. At least two people have died and more than a million lost power as strong storms move through the eastern U.S. Maryland Governor Wes Moore says emergency personnel saved many lives from flash flooding. The damage from last night is significant and it will take time to make sure that we are getting everything done. Officials say a 15-year-old boy was killed by a falling tree in South Carolina and a 28-year-old man was killed by lightning in Alabama. America is listening to Fox News. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go, shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is, that sucks. They had good steak. When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. Former President Trump may not show up for the first Republican presidential debate, but his former vice president just qualified to take part. Mike Pence met the requirements to make the stage on Monday, his campaign announcing they just crossed the 40,000 donor threshold set by the RNC. He'd already met the polling threshold. Pence is the eighth candidate to make the grade. He'll be joined by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy. Again, Trump has not yet RSVP'd. Fox News hosts that debate. It'll be held Wednesday, August 23rd in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ted Lindner, Fox News. A federal appeals court is freezing a program designed to forgive student loan debt for borrowers who are misled by institutions or victims of fraud, while judges consider a challenge from for-profit schools. The Biden administration has canceled nearly $15 billion in debt for more than a million borrowers. A more than 40-year-old Montreal, Canada cold case is solved. A Florida retiree, Rodney Nichols, confessing to the 1975 murder of his then-girlfriend, Joel Langford. After changing his story several times, Nichols finally admitting having a fight with Langford in his Montreal home before dumping her body in the Nation River. She was found partially nude face down, but her body was not identified until just two years ago. Nichols was not initially suspected in Langford's disappearance. An extradition hearing for Nichols is scheduled for September. Sue Gusman, Fox News. The jackpot for tonight's Mega Millions drawing has grown to an estimated $1.55 billion. That prize would be one of the largest in U.S. lottery history. The odds of winning Mega Millions jackpot about 1 in 302.6 million. The odds of getting struck by lightning once in your lifetime stands about 1 in 15,000. I'm Rich Dennison and this is Fox News. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying.
If you're looking to replace a bed in your home, now is the time as the Erath High School Band is hosting its 11th annual one-day-only mattress sale event on Saturday, August 12th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the Erath High School Gymnasium. The event has been a tremendous success through the years. Lots of satisfied customers. There will be over 30-plus mattress floor models for sale. And remember, you're helping the Erath High School Band. Again, the event Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the Erath High School Gym. The Delcom Shrimp Festival happens August 16th through the 20th throughout Delcom with food, fun, music, and more. You can get the complete listing of events at shrimpfestival.net. It all culminates with the Blessing of the Fleet Sunday, August 20th. Again, get all the events and times, bands, and so on at shrimpfestival.net. See you in Delcom. There is a backpack giveaway Saturday, August 12th, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Community Honda at 1407 Surrey Street in Lafayette. It's for students pre-K through 12th grade, especially military families and other families in need. The child must accompany the adult for the backpacks, and the backpacks are loaded with great school supplies and useful information. See you Saturday, August 12th at Community Honda, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for the backpack giveaway. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. This hour brought to you by Restoration One of Lafayette, your local expert for water, fire, and mold remediation. Call 337-RESTORE now and let them get your home back to its original glory. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show, hour number three of the Moon Graffon Show. Thank y'all for being with us, 844-766-6607. Dan Bongino at 12 o'clock to 3. Joe Cunningham slides in from 3 to 4. Shannon is off sides 4 to 6. Mark Levin and, of course, our friends at American Ground Radio. Matter of fact, I got a call. Brad, let me let you do this. I want you to call Stephen Parr and ask me if he's got two seconds. I want to – you got him? And just see if he's got, like – See if he can come on in about 15 minutes and tell him I got one question for him. You can even give him the question if you want. That's <laughs> what a meteorologist said. I can't help it. We got to get an official word from the official climate czar to Moon Graffon show. All right, people qualifying today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. We got one right now that the good old boy network is trying to get after, but is the most solid one in the race. Needs to be the next senator for District 22. Folks, I wouldn't lie to you. His name is Blake Miguez. Blake, how you doing? <laughs> Moon, good morning. How you doing? And I'm doing superb. Well, you qualified, so you it's off and running. I know it's been yeah, running I'm already, brother, but I just I'm saying it's off and running now. We've been working very hard. We've been getting great feedback on the campaign trail, but I'm very excited to announce, like you said, that I qualified for the state senate district 22. First thing this morning at 8 a.m. Um, that's the district that encompasses Iberia, St. Martin, and a new portion of Lafayette Parish. And you know, it was heartwarming to have my wife Ashley join me to qualify with me this morning. And I'd like to let everyone know that I really couldn't do it without her support. 
and uh, everything that she's doing to help me serve the people of Louisiana. And I love her, and I want to thank her very much for that. Um, but with that, when I qualified, you know, my family and I, we made a commitment to continue fighting to protect and preserve conservative values in Louisiana. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to be a loud, clear voice in Baton Rouge if we're fortunate enough to be elected as the next state senator. And I'm also extremely grateful to be the only candidate in the race with the official endorsement of the Republican Party of Louisiana. Moon, as you know, I've had the honor and the privilege of representing the people of House District 49 for the past eight years. I've, also, I've been the conservative voice in Baton Rouge, and I've also been the Republican leader for the past four. And what I'm planning to do is take that experience that I gathered in the House and leverage it into the Senate to better serve the people of District 22 and the people of Louisiana and to continue fighting for all the things that we hold dear. Yeah, one of the things, too, Blake, I want you to explain, people, you know, everybody talks about when when good legislation, you saw what y'all legislation goes to the Senate, bad leadership in the Senate, and bad leadership in the Senate for a long time, things go to die. It's important. You, Alan Seaball, Valerie uh, Hodges, all these people win in the Senate. We can't change the state. The Senate has to have some changes in the Senate to make a difference, and that's what you're running for, to make a difference. Well, Moon, I plan on bringing a backbone to the Senate. I plan on being a loud voice in Baton Rouge, a loud, clear voice. And I, I plan on making sure the people of District 22 have their voices heard in Baton Rouge. You're right. I've seen the state Senate um, basically destroy legislation that would protect your gun rights or good fiscal policy or things that are Louisiana conservative values. And taking cues from a liberal governor is not something I'm up for. I plan on, I look forward to the, the incoming new Republican governor helping him and working towards making Louisiana a place that we can all be proud to call home. And like, like they say, make sure that Louisiana has a government as good as its people. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, Blake, I mean, when you're running and you, and you, and you see, you have had a great response from the people. I mean, you had a, a shindig where you broke out with 12, 1,300 people. You got in a great uh, response from all the people. But, you know, you got you got the good old boy network that's out there, and they're trying to beat on you left and right, and they bring in people like Mike Reese from the Senate and Paula Pelosi Davis, and you see those names popping up. Uh, how, how do you, what do you tell people when they bring those people in? Because those are the people that hurt us. Actually, the people they're bringing in are people that hurt us. So how do you respond to that? Because I know there's been a group of good old boy network people that would like to beat you. Well, Moon, I can tell you what our focus is right now is getting elected to State Senate District 22 and being a loud voice for the people of District 22, not the good old boys. I know there's some out there that are working real hard to keep the status quo in Baton Rouge, but keep in mind that's the same, same old status quo that's kept Louisiana at the bottom of all the good lists. That same status quo led to 48,000 people last year, our brightest, our youngest, our children moving to neighboring states to raise our grandchildren. Those are the good old boys that want to raise your taxes. They want to continue wasteful spending. They want to be weak on protecting your Second Amendment rights. And all policies that cost opportunities for our future generations to be prosperous. Like I said, the same people that are taking cues from the liberal, the liberal governor, and at whose expense? The taxpayers. But I can tell you, if I'm fortunate enough to be elected to the state Senate in District 22, I'm going to make the people's voice in District 22 heard loud and clear in Baton Rouge. And I'm going to stand against all these woke left liberal crazy policies. For take, for example, our education system. I want to focus on education and not indoctrination. You can count on me to continue. And I say the word continue because I've been fighting for these things for the last eight years. To protect innocent life in the womb. To fight to protect your gun rights. To work towards creating job opportunities for future generations. 
again, I, I'm going to say this over and over again, it's time to work together to make sure we can make Louisiana a place that we can all be proud to call home. I'm not proud to be on the bottom of all those lists. And I'm going to work hard. If I'm fortunate enough to be elected as a state senator, I'm going to start on day one working hard to make sure that we, we can build a better Louisiana. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, I know that you've worked hard to fight it. I just know what they're trying to throw at you. And I want people to realize you don't vote for somebody you like. You vote for somebody who can deliver that has a record. And I think there's no doubt that you have a conservative record. And it's not even it's not even questionable that you're going to be a fighter for what's right. And that's what you need in that district. We've been needing that in that district. But the Senate, you got to have some changes in the Senate, and they need to be big time. Well, I just I asked folks to look at my voting record. I voted, I have 100% rating with the NFIB. That's the voice of small business. I've got 100% rating with Louisiana Family Forum. Those are protecting conservative family values. And look, we we picked up some endorsements along the way, Moon. My first endorsement, it was so humbling. I received it probably an hour before we had our kickoff event at Pats and Henderson, where we had a tremendous turnout of support from Congressman Clay Higgins. Yep. He's a strong conservative fighter in Washington, and and he endorsed me. Um, that was very humbling. I'm very grateful to have his support. It wasn't long after that that the Louisiana Committee of a Conservative Majority said that we they wanted to help me become the next state senator in District 22. And then we've got other endorsements from the Home Builders Association, the ABC Pelican Pack. And again, I'm the only in, officially endorsed candidate from the Republican Party of Louisiana in this race. And we've also received the endorsement of the Lafayette Republican Party. And I can tell you, Moon, it's not going to stop there. Um, we're going to have some more exciting endorsements announced in the coming weeks. And these these folks understand that they understand my voting record. They understand what I stand for. And I've and I made it very clear from the get-go. Before I ever announced to run for this seat, I sent a letter out to my district, to the new district and my current district, letting people know what I planned on doing, what I stood for, and what I plan to stand for. And I made it very clear where I stand on these platform issues. And people are going to know exactly where I stand, and they're going to know that they're going to have a strong voice in Baton Rouge. And more importantly, someone with a backbone that's not afraid to stand up and be the voice of the people and not be the voice of the good old boys. Well, you want to be the voice of the average person out there, but that's working with your government, that's working with ports, that's working with everything. I know what you want to do. They make it sound like you don't. You've brought projects, many times projects, home to people. But when, in a process right now that if they find out they don't like somebody, they go after the wrong people. You're the wrong person to go up. I love that area. I travel that area. I go over all the time to eat. I go into areas and all that area you're going to represent. The people out there are great. I love them there. And I know we got a lot of listeners. I'm asking people. They need to support you. I would love to talk to their candidate. I hope he called me to come on the program. I got a thousand questions for him. It's in the back of my mind. I didn't write nothing down. But because I know what you're not telling people something you're not going to try to do. They telling people anything they want to hear. If they ran as a liberal Democrat, I can live with that because they were running as, as who they really are. But that's not what they're trying to run on. Well, it's very it's very clear to understand what I stand for. And I, and I ask the listeners out there, I ask my supporters to remember what we've been fighting for and what we're fighting for. This is our campaign to make our state a better place. Now, look, it's we qualified this morning, and it'll be within 60 days, they'll be voting on Election Day. This is a very hyper-political environment. There's going to be a lot of things said, and I want to ask the listeners and ask my supporters, don't take your eye off of the things that matter most. You know what I stand for. You know who I am. And you know what I look to accomplish with our new Republican governor. And I can tell you, if I'm elected as the next state senator, 
I'll never forget who I am, where I came from, or who sent me. Yeah. All right, man. Listen, we wish you to be. How people get in touch with you? If you want to learn more about my campaign, go to BlakeMiguez.com. You can look us up on Facebook or Instagram. We've got a great event coming up. Marksman for Miguez this weekend on Saturday at Century Defense. Look that up at MarksmanForMiguez.com. But look, Moon, I appreciate you having me on the show. I uh, appreciate all the support I've received so far, and I look forward to meeting all your listeners on the campaign trail and earning their support. All right. And I want to tell you, God bless the great state of Louisiana. Thank all you right. so much. All right, Blake Miguez. All right, we'll take a break. When we get back, climate's all real quick. Going to get his opinion on the natural heat back then, or the natural heat and global warming now. Stephen Parr. Don't go nowhere. This ought to be fun. <laughs> 